Welcome to the Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour concept. Our movies comprise of four things, a genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. My name is Joshua Weidel. I'm a filmmaker, podcaster, and storyteller. Hi, I'm Chris Wegman, storyteller, podcaster, and filmmaker. In that order. Yeah. Hi, my name is Justin Teal. Uh, I'm a UX UI designer, a dungeon master, and a sour bread novice. <laughs> what level of sour bread are you? I can make them, but they're they're not. I don't get the pretty crust yet. Like I don't have like a cool design. Mine just kind of like flops out, but it still tastes good. So. <laughs> at, at at level at level twenty five, you get the crispy crust. Uh, achievement. Yeah, it's crispy. It's just like I don't, I, I don't get to like use the knife. Mine, just, like I cut it with scissors because there's no like skin on it really. The crust, thing, I guess. But it's got good crumb, as I've been told. So yeah, great crumb. <laughs> great crumb. <laughs> I hate it when your bread just kind of flops out. Me too. People it flops out, but it tastes good. Uh, Dave Ailing, voiceover guy, dungeon master, and I installed a glass rinse today. For my kegerator. So, for people who at home who don't know, what what's that? Um, yeah, there was a lot of words in there. <laughs> um, a glass rinse is uh, if you go to bars, uh, yeah, particularly beer bars, and you see the oh. person like pull down the glass and then press it on this little plate, and it and it has a and it has a ball that shoots water in all these different directions, and it just goes. And it gets your glass all dust free and helps the beer slide right down the side so you don't get excessive foaming and good for head retention and all sorts of nerdy stuff that I, uh, you know, get all excited about. <laughs> well, it, Dave, it's, it's a good thing you mentioned your, uh, <laughs> your beer, your glass rinser. Yes. Because that, we, Chris? well, cause we also installed a, uh, story machine 9,000, uh, on switch on your kegerator. On my very kegerator? On your very kegerator. So if you oh could uh, goodness. clean out a glass for us. Uh, sure, absolutely. Let me just uh, position it like so. Uh, six to eight inches over and then slowly push it down. Wait for it. Wait for it. All right. Look at and that. The machine started. Boy, howdy. That's awesome. All right. Our genre is treasure hunts. Surprise, it wasn't bread making. For some reason. <laughs> Is more than one treasure hunt? <laughs> yeah, treasure hunt. <laughs> we should have skewed this towards all COVID things. Uh, <laughs> genre is sheltering in place. <laughs> Our prop is a fake house plant. Hmm. Okay. Our line is, you shouldn't trust me. Oh, that's pretty good. And our location is backstage. Okay. Treasure hunt, fake house plant. You shouldn't trust me. And backstage. You shouldn't trust me. Backstage. <laughs> For, All right. Front of house. You can trust me. Yeah. yeah. Backstage. I'm a real son of a bitch. I kind of like that already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's run like, with that. Let's just table. I mean, let's, like, let's I was just thinking, like, it, like two actors that have to play, you know, opposite one another, and you know, they they're friends in the play but like backstage they're just oh yeah like a um, like an uh, abbott and costello kind of thing yeah they actually hated each other yeah so treasure hunts gilbert and sullivan yeah, i was gonna say what what it what's everyone think of treasure hunt because i've got like two separate things in my mind um there's there's like 
pirate treasure adventure. Like something about treasure hunt makes me think like adventure. Like national treasure. Like national treasure. Okay. National treasure. But then on the other side, I think like treasure hunt, like escape room, like game, you know, like you, but I guess they're kind of similar. They, they, they really are the same thing. You have a set of cl- set of clues and, and there's a treasure and there's a treasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of the ba- you're, you're you're hitting on the building blocks, which is like, OK, there's a goal at the end, which is treasure. And then there's like clues that that serve as as kind of the the guideposts of the story. But they themselves are not always straightforward and kind of tricky. And they serve as the challenges to our heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the third kind of treasure story you were thinking of? I only said two. There was pirates and then there was a game. Oh, I was actually just hoping you would just come up with one. Damn. <laughs> it's it's the one where the treasure was inside you the all, all uh, there, there you go, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> the after school treasure. Yeah. There you go. Friendship's the real treasure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. I'm kind of hung up on this idea of making it's it's almost like a fi- uh not a film within a film, but there's like the narrative that's happening on stage and then there's the narrative that's happening backstage. It's interesting. Like uh, I was watching, um, I don't know if everybody else has watched uh, Middle Dish and, and, and Schwartz. Uh, if if not, they should. It's it's very good. Um, but it's a uh, for those who haven't. It's a it's a Netflix uh, uh, covered uh, live event where uh, Middle Ditch and Schwartz are two improv people, and they have no idea what the show's about, and they pick some random audience person, and they tell them a little bit about themselves, and they make a whole. They, they do long uh, form improv uh, all about that. And some reason not knowing who they are, what they are, what they're playing kind of like made me think of the line that we kind of tripped on earlier. You shouldn't trust me backstage. Yeah. On but, stage. You, but you absolutely should like trust me on stage because like otherwise like it just wouldn't work. Um, oh. Like it's just because uh, improv, like there needs to be trust. Yeah. Between the, it, it's between almost the like, people. yeah, like, the person saying this line's like an expert. It's like you can trust me on stage, but like off stage, like don't, like don't be my fr- like don't be my, my person. Shambles, I'll destroy you. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, I'll roll you. Okay, so let's um, uh, yeah, let's let's go with it. So there's um, there's two people, and their their stage, their 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 act essentially is sort of a long form improv thing. Um, like this where, show. What's that? I said, like the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris, we couldn't be this funny unless we were scripted. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> oh boy. Turn the page. Um, You're absolutely right, Justin. Justin, sorry, his 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 name was on the next page. It was my line. Yeah, it was. It was actually my line. Oh, line. sorry. Dave starts lines in the script usually. Oh, oh, oh boy, oh. I highlighted the wrong part. Hey guys, can we just start over again? I, I got, I've got your story machine 9,000. My name's Joshua Lida. (laughs) (laughs) Dead ringer. Okay. Okay. So, so there's, there's, there's these two people, they have this long form improv, um, bit that they do on stage. And just, just to be clear, they don't, they don't like each other in real life, but on stage, they have this sort of chemistry that leads people to believe that they're like the best of friends. There's a, there's another legendary duo uh, that, that does this exact same, uh, exact same thing too, which is uh TJ and Dave uh, also, well, also out of Chicago. And, um, uh, 
Actually, I don't know if Middle Edition Schwartz is out of Chicago or not. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so TJ and Dave, you might recognize them from all the Sonic commercials. They're like the two guys in the car. And I always imagine that those are the easiest shoots in the world because there, no one has to script it and they completely like make up stuff on the fly. They might be given a prompt like, say something about the chocolate shake this time, please. Uh, but other than that, they have like they, they they just make it up. So there's something kind of appealing about that. But I've never really thought about whether they like each other or not. And it's kind of funny because it I feel like it doesn't have to be a requirement, but could be an extra um, wrinkle or something kind of fun to throw in the mix for two people who have to rely on each other and have to say yes and all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I like that. I think there's something fun about that. Yeah. So are we? Uh, Oh, go ahead, Justin. Well, I, I just, I'm jumping forward a bit, but it, mm-hmm. it, um, I was thinking that like, yeah, the one guy's like, oh, like he's always saying you never should trust me backstage. And uh, I guess in my mind, I was kind of thinking that whatever's going on or the treasure hunt is maybe backstage. And it's, at some point, the guy that says you shouldn't trust me is just like, oh, you need to trust me. <laughs> and the other guy's like, you said to never trust you backstage. Oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm. Yeah, I think oh, I you know what? Say, there's something that's going to have to come of that. Justin, you you kind of made me think of something actually. So like, what if there what if there was a situation where you have, you know, a tried and true comedy duo who work amazingly together, but one night one of them like can't make it and you have like a substitute person and they have to and and this is how we get to have them introduce themselves because you, if you think like night after night you know, uh, the, these two would have already had this, this rapport, mm-hmm. but what if there's a substitute or something and somebody comes in and they're like, here, like, all right, let's just do the job. I know improv, you know, improv, you don't really know me. Well, one thing you do know about me, you know, like, you know, don't trust me or something or mm-hmm. what, that, that kind of gets it, Dave. Yeah. What I was about to ask was, sure. are we, uh, are we entering this, these characters relationship in the middle of the story? So like they're, two tried and true famous stars that have this onstage relationship and offstage relationship. Are we at the beginning of a relationship that's going to become that? And Oh, interesting. And you kind of put them both together because it's like, Oh, well there are two people, but there's a new person coming in. The one act seems, yeah, the one act kind of part about it seems interesting, but what I don't, what, what you don't usually see, or actually I went, I went to the, um, Actually, no. Sorry, I don't think I've ever been to a to an improv show that had a break because I feel like then it's like an opportunity for them to think a little bit. But what if the show does? I don't know. It has like where like our story picks up in the in intermission, and we find these two like in turmoil, and maybe they're fighting because like one of them didn't uh, didn't yes, say yes and. and yeah. And for those like listening at home, like why do we keep saying yes and? Like one of the rules of improv is is that you. Uh, whatever the other person says, you're usually supposed to take it and say yes. And another thing. And, and usually you don't want it to just end up dead on the floor. So you always, you know, pitch each other questions or you, you know, um, basically you just keep the juggle going Yeah, in that way. It makes me want to go down a rabbit hole of like, what, why did this person not say yes? And, but I feel like we're getting away from this like scavenger hunt or the treasure hunt narrative. I yeah, I kind of wanted to bring if, it back if to if the, Justin and Josh are following tracking. Yeah, where we're going. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be honest. I'm not entirely following. Mm-hmm. And I, I do kind of want to bring it back to the treasure hunt because I think, we, I think we've got a, a solid idea as it relates to the relationship between these two people, you know? So uh, in other words, on stage, they have this very sort of friendly chemistry and it really sort of fools the audience into thinking that they're the best of friends and they maybe, you know, that maybe they hang out or whatever, but in reality, they, they just kind of hate each other's guts. And so then, um, oh, oh, okay, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, so (laughs) I was just saying, so just to like know where the story begins, do we start like, like, uh, the the story begins like with them on stage and like the audience is laughing and these two people seem like the best of friends. Yes. And we follow them off stage. The opening credits are going. Yeah. You know, and then we realize that killing it. This is not the reality. This isn't reality. That's stage. This is backstage. Yeah, yeah, and that's they, exactly they're like what hugging each other. They're like gripping hands, and the you know cameras behind them, and they take a bow to like just a standing ovation with like you know uh, just packed packed up to the balcony, and they like and they like get off stage or, or like or like the cameras in close, and one of them just looks at the other one. It's just like, hey, fuck you, I fucking hate you, I fucking hate you too. <laughs> and yeah, then they're like, I mean, yeah, and then they go backstage. <laughs> Or I pictured the same thing, but um, yeah, so you- one of the things that I thought maybe we could, I mean, that to help to help set the context of the film, maybe is like you do this like super and pushback, of course, but like um, you you do this like super cut of the show in order to get to the end, uh, just during the opening credits. So, but but they do the same thing that maybe a lot of. Uh, comedy troops do is to kind of probe the audience for some sort of uh, some sort of input to get the thing going. And one person says, you know, like, Hey, what's, what's your story, man. And they're like, actually uh, my, my grandfather built this theater. Oh yeah. Wow. That's interesting. You know what, what were they doing? He's like, Oh yeah. They, they say that there's a treasure here and they do a sort of show about it. And then when they, when they get done, they're like, all right, that was interesting. But then like they break, like, but then they like both like break back in and try to steal the treasure like for themselves or something or like try to get it. Okay. Okay. If I could, if I could send that, send, say that back. Sure. Yeah. They're, they're doing the show. Somebody, th- this person, in the audience throws out a prompt that mm-hmm. there's a, there's a treasure in the theater and yeah. they pretend or underneath it, it or something or whatever. Yeah. And, and for some reason afterwards, maybe this, that character, the person in the audience comes, shows back up. Oh, I wasn't even thinking that. Well, I was was just just trying to. Yeah. Well, but, but for some reason it sticks in one of their minds and they they end up actually finding, uh, they go on an actual treasure hunt. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So what we're, what we're, what we're trying to define is we're trying to define the inciting incident. Right. So we understand that these two people, they have a show together, but they don't like each other. But what really kicks off this series of events? And it sounds like it's this person who is attending the show. Yeah, just like drops a drops a sort of bomb that like or drops drops a hint or something alludes to like they know of a certain treasure underneath this building and then they do this farcical show about it and it kills or whatever. But maybe um maybe some of the stuff that's in the show ends up actually being Yeah, that they like just make up. Like yeah. isn't that a fun thing? I don't yeah, know how yeah, we're gonna write yeah, that. Yeah, I was thinking, like it'd be interesting <laughs> if like to um, improv it, the one guy's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go over to like that loose board in the wall," and it, and it ends up being like loose or like a floorboard or something. And then he, when he pops it open, there's actually a note, 
but he like it did kind of get that like weird movie like whoa uh-huh. this movie going? and then like he closes it and he like pulls out a fake note because they're improving. Yeah. um but then after like maybe they both saw it then after the show like they both like start on the on the hunt with that first clue that because they because they've, they've worked in this theater for years so they would know all the quirks of the stage right yeah. he's but like that was never messed with that one yeah, board yeah. Like, or something. oh i'm just going for the the, the squeaky floorboard yeah. like, like what the hell <laughs> yeah they don't there's, mention there's, there's a crowd <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. They, they both see it and then they, and then yeah they stay after the show or they come back or, or whatever to like and that just starts down the, the rabbit hole, the chase or the, the treasure hunt. Okay. I just like want one of them to have like stolen the other one's wife or something like that. Something like really terrible. Like there's a, like some backstab deceit thing or. I mean, we could at least do like girlfriend or something. I feel like that's. Sure. I feel like that's not as immoral and <laughs> more likely to have happened. <laughs> or, you know, yeah, it's like maybe it's a lot. Maybe the one just upstages the people other. Get, people get their wives stolen all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. I mean, I, th- I think we've got a lot of fun parts and pieces. Yeah. I wonder if, um, I, I think, I think the w- one area where I'm getting a little tripped up personally is the inciting incident. So like, I understand that eventually they will both want to discover this treasure, but then, you know, are they working together or are they sort of trying yeah, to, I see where it, yeah, you know, search for okay, it like on their own. I feel like it's it's okay. I, I don't mean, think we're there yet. We're, I don't think we are, but yeah. I I had a thought like, okay, well, yeah, this guy in the audience just like drops this drops this very interesting and lurid hint. We get a we get a a, a tip during the show uh, from the audience's insider perspective that it wow, there might be some credit to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then both like show up after 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 hours on their own accord, bump into each other with headlamps and are like, what the fuck are you doing here? What are you doing here? Would it, would it be worth adding in one extra scene in between there? You know, so post show they're like signing autographs and that guy comes up and talks to them. Like maybe we could, maybe like that's the actual inciting. And I mean like the inciting is I'm seeing the note, but then like they could get more information from this guy. Uh, if they can actually talk to him after the show, I don't know if that would, help or if it's not yeah i I think i I think i hear where you're coming from chris i was wondering if um to 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 give this this person who's attending the show a little bit more dimension dimension what if they were um like what if they were drunk or something like that and so you know we're we're all kind of familiar with that that one asshole who shows up to an improv show and tries to like break it you know by like shouting out like weird shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um and so what if you know oh. they're 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 asking the crowd to provide certain prompts or something for this this bit that they're trying to set up and this guy just you know keeps shouting you know this sort of nonsensical like my granddad bought you know built this theater and there's That's treasure great. under them floor i don't know yeah, i mean yeah yeah there's maybe it's not that pointed but you know they kind of write them off because they're like oh man like god another one of these assholes you know they're clearly drunk or whatever right but they just for whatever reason neither of them can kind of get over it and so you know they they start to you know convince themselves or talk you know think to themselves oh man what if this is what if that so, guy was right so, that's so funny, Josh, they, are you saying that they don't act it out and accident? Like, I think that was where we were starting. I think, I think that, that's funnier. I think to me, because like, 
to that's, act it out or to not to not act it out because they're, they're trying to do their own show and they're killing it. But this guy keeps saying like, Oh yeah, but, but there's very treasure, you know? And like, I don't know. Like, I thought there was something really funny about like, cause like, you know, like you take a prompt and you don't like everyone in like, the audience, everyone should know it's going to be fake. Like this is all improv, but, but I then think the prompt turns out to be real. I think that's, I think we're saying one and the same in that like, okay, so imagine if the guy is saying like, all right, no, it's just, there's treasure. Just look for it. It's sort of the floorboard. And you're yeah. like, sir, I don't think you know how improv works. Like you don't just walk over to a floorboard. You tap it up with your foot. And all of a sudden there's a note down there that says what to do next. And like, it turns out there is. And he's like, yep, doesn't work like that. So shut up, go home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was thinking something like that. Yeah. And even if, even if we, if we were, dev- you know, dedicated or committed to them acting it out, you know, it could be sort of one of these like, sir, if we do this, will you just shut up? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool too. Um, and so, but I like the idea, like Justin was saying, like they do, they act out something and that, that reveals like the clue. Right. So it's like the white rabbit moment. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure, I mean, maybe, maybe I, I would want to table like the story progression and go into them as characters, like give them names and like talk about why they hate each other. Uh, Can I have one more thing? I want one more thing. Okay. So like the show always has to end at like. 10 o'clock every night because like it's a, it's a theater, but like, they're not the only, they don't like own the place. So they have to like get out before the alcoholics anonymous meeting starts at 10 o'clock. So like everyone has a good time and then they like clear out, but like other things happen like throughout the evening. So I'm just wondering if they like other things that they have to do, they have to like sneak around and do in, in quiet. Like in imp- secret. Oh, I thought you were gonna say they have to improv through like, Maybe have to the other the other things going yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's another great layer. Like, yeah, they have to pretend to be alcoholics to still try to find the the treasure. <laughs> they get, like, excuse me. That's yeah, kind of funny. That's a really that's funny. That's that's a good situation. And the one probably is actually an alcoholic, and so like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's like self revealing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's great. And maybe he lost his wife to the other guy because he's sorry, girlfriend to the other guy because he actually is an alcoholic. Wow, this is us layers. Well, I was gonna say, so we we mentioned that maybe the the person who sort of sends them mm-hmm. on this on this weird trip is in the audience and they're drunk or whatever. Yeah. And it turns out that eventually that person winds up going to these these AA meetings as well. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I think he's <laughs> gonna show after. up there too. Yeah. Well, stick around, um, there's, there's an AA meeting afterwards. Tells the audience. Can it be be a sixth sense thing though, where he's been dead the whole time and only they see him? (laughs) (laughs) He's 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 actually a ghost. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Why not? (laughs) Two things, Justin. One, I'm, I'm, I'm always a big fan of just like really like ripping the rug out from underneath ourselves and like, just because like I, I normally get really wigged out when we're just like, oh, yeah, it's like really safe. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, the lady killers or Muppets most wanted. It's just like different characters or whatever. Well, hold on, guys. Yeah. So it, he's a ghost. I feel like I by, by them finding the treasure, it releases his spirit. And he and they learn that the treasure was them becoming f- actual friends <laughs> the whole time. Oh, my God. It actually works. It works. <laughs> I don't know. I just it. I was thinking of that scene the AA meeting where he like gets up to talk and then one of the guys like interrupts him or someone else interrupts him and he just sits back down because he's a ghost and only the two can see him. Okay. And just throw some subtle hints in there. Yeah. Do we want to go we can throw some cells. Do we want to go down this route, guys? Or do we <laughs> like a, I mean I, honestly, I don't think that there's ever been a a comic sixth sense 
<laughs> premise before. Yeah. So and why think, not? We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is a perfect time to sort of practice what we preach and yeah. like really sort of practice yes and because and do they're yeah. like to, you know, normally I'll push back if it has, if it's indirect conflict with the story, but there's nothing stopping us from so far anyway, from doing, from pursuing this idea. So I like it. And that's awesome because the ghost, the ghost too, it has, has its, uh, is sort of coercing into their own motives to be yeah. set free mm-hmm. and why and like, it kind of dupes them into the situation, which is awesome. Yeah. So can we give all our two guys names and our ghost a name? So yeah, we can't real quick though. I wanted to just kind of like okay. shoehorn this in here and I don't know yeah. if it'll actually, um, turn out to be significant in the end, but, um, Chris, are you or anybody for that matter? Are you familiar with the uh, the concept of a ghost light in a theater? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I thought maybe there when you said that, Justin, I was like, oh, that'd be a perfect opportunity to work some ghost light angle in here or something like that. Just to make sure that's the light they leave on, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's one light left on stage uh, for the ghosts when the, when the theater is is. Uh, yeah, when they turn off all the other lights, it's the ghost light. Yeah, so we can give them names now. I, I, I since since I'm at home, I went to the uh, namegenerator.org.uk and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Sir Beef Wellington, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Joshua Blaze, B L A E S E. Okay, and the other one I thought was interesting was, uh, um none of the other ones because they sound very boring but joshua blaze uh blaze and james taylor <laughs> J- blaze and taylor yeah blaze sure. and taylor the blaze and taylor show and the ghost uh wilson <laughs> michael <laughs> wilson mickey, Wil- M- M- mickey wilson mickey wilson which one of these guys has the actual uh alcohol problem? oh my god what's that one of these guys has the actual alcohol problem. But it's definitely Josh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Wait, this, sorry. I, I do do either of them actually have one? Because I, I was thinking that they were using the AA meetings as a, a as a way of gathering information from. They're well, kind of doing Wilson. It, we, okay. we, we were yes saying both. Up. Yeah, yeah. So they they don't go to the they go to the yes meeting and, by yes accident. and as in both, <laughs> not <laughs> as in addition to. Additionally, yes. Yeah. Okay. Also, addition by subtraction. So they they go to the meeting by accident, uh, and they have to improv their way through it. But the one character actually does have an alcohol, like he's, he just hasn't admitted it yet. So or yeah, yeah. Or I mean, I mean, maybe maybe it's not important to the story whether that's true no. or not. It it I mean it would I guess it would depend on how much time we spend up front building out why these two hate each other and like how different their life on stage versus off stage is. I guess it just depends on how important that is to the story anymore. I mean, essentially after the show is over, they could be wiping off their stage makeup in their lights or whatever, cussing each other out about how much they hate each other, you know, saying what a, what a dingus they are and what a, what a jerk bag the other one is. And then, uh, and then we can just, uh, say, you know, like, all right, well, we better get out of here before that AA meeting starts. Yeah. All right, you better go to your shitty house. Yeah, you better go to your shitty house with your shitty life. Goodbye, asswipe. Goodbye, you dingus. And they leave. 
but then they like almost immediately turn around <laughs> and come right back. And they're coming back because they uh, saw that note. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So notes can't. Okay. Good. Okay. And so, okay. And so they get caught at the AA meeting. Okay. I, I think they'd have found the note first. I think they, f- they find the note. They learn the next clue just to keep the story moving forward. Yeah. And then they end up getting waylaid by the AA meeting. Yeah. I do like okay. the idea of, I think Dave said that we're like, one of them finds out that he's, he's probably an alcoholic. <laughs> like the beginning or something, they talk about like the sign, like, you know, they go through like their like signs. I don't, I don't know. It goes on an AA meeting, but they go through like <laughs> something like that. And one guy's like, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <I'm an alcoholic." laughs> okay. Um, there are a couple signs. So, so they could be all like, uh, there could be like, well, all the guys are like, like all of a sudden there's just like plumes of smoke, like coming into the back dressing room. And like, all these guys are like smoking and just like, uh, uh, going out onto the stage and they put their like chairs around. You just hear like, and everyone, you know, uh, bringing them up. But, and by the way, this takes place in like 1981. It's totally okay to smoke in the theater. Uh And, uh, and so, and so like, uh, they pull up their chairs and the guys kind of look at each other and they're like, "Eh," shrug. And they go out there and they sit down too. And they're like, uh, Oh, well, we have some newcomers today. Uh, says the leader and they're like, all right, uh, please uh, share your name with the group and, um, and, and, uh, and all that business. Cause then they're going to say, you know, hi, I'm black and I'm a blah and I'm an alcoholic. Okay. I, I feel like this is sort of a despicable thing that they're doing. Right. Oh, very for, much so. yeah. You know, so in other words, they're pretending, right. So like right. maybe one is like, like, oh, I'm his sponsor. And so they're, they're sort of like, they're continuing to sort of improv. And so, you know, they're like, you know, sharing stories but really they're just sort of like you know off the dome uh-huh. sort of and i also uh, loved chris's like idea of like one of or, or maybe it was uh, uh justin forgive me but like uh but one of them actually does kind of discover that they actually might have a problem <laughs> well because like when you uh when you're when you're improving i mean you or like when you're acting you draw from your own experiences right and so wherever the conversation starts as a joke it might slowly you know turn to something real i was just i i realized because we were saying we were i think what you were where this conversation started was is it important that one of them's an alcoholic and uh, the way the story's going right now and maybe this is second draft stuff maybe we can let yeah. this go but yeah. that like if the, it doesn't sound like the story's focusing so much on what their lives are like off stage because we don't spend a lot of time. We, we just spend like a moment in their dressing room where we know they hate each other, but we don't, you know. I guess maybe, my maybe only thought around that stuff. would be if you wanted to direct, like intimately connect that to why, uh, you know, Blaze's girlfriend left him for Taylor, right? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Right. And I'm saying like, Again, it sounds somewhat like a comedy, but like Blaze could be like, "Am I an alcohol- like maybe I'm an alcoholic?" And then like they just like leave the scene. I don't think it has to be like a revelation that they have or spend too much time on it. But I think the implication is that he's yeah. an alcoholic and he just never knew it. Yeah. Um, my only thought though too is like, do we need to like? I don't know if you're serious about friendship being the treasure, but like, <laughs> do we need to figure out what the actual treasure is? Because I feel like that might help. Yeah. Because like, uh, if, especially if it's the, if it's the old, if it's a ghost who's like stuck there because of the treasure, like what do ooh. they need to, like, what do they need to do to free him? It sounds like just being friends is going to free him. Can uh, you, you actually bring up a very good point, Justin, I think um, motivation for both these characters, because, you know, in order to be certain, like treasure sounds cool and all, but like, you know, maybe these, uh, these two gentlemen have a, 
have a, a successful enough improv career that they don't need any more money. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and maybe that's something that they make fun of each other for like, Oh, like still in debt up to your eyeballs, uh, Taylor. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, you still, uh, you know, uh, st- stealing my girlfriend and banger. <laughs> you know, uh, I think some, one of those one that well, I'm not, yeah, I'm not that argument. <laughs> I may be in debt, but at least I have the girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so then, so, so maybe their motive for wanting to go, their motive separately for wanting to go after the treasure would be like, man, if, if I had enough money, I'd like leave the show and never I, have to I, like I, see I buy you again. out. Yeah. I like never have to see you again. Well, maybe that. Yeah. 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 Chris. Cause, cause maybe like they're, maybe they're 50, 50 partners in, in the intellectual property that is that show. Well, and, like you said, they're, they're both in debt and like, yeah. They're, yeah. I was gonna say by breaking up the act, they're not going to make more money. No, like, they have to do this, but both of them right. are like the minute, like I can, I, if, if I could stand on my own two feet, I wouldn't be here, you know? Right. So like, yeah, they're, they're both too afraid to go solo mm-hmm. because right. they recognize that like it or not, they need each other for this act to be successful. And so it's the only answer, means of, of, yeah. of, you know, they're not like, you know, it's not like I have, it's not like I have a side hustle Taylor as an electrician. Yeah. So, so yes, if to answer your question, Justin, I think, yes, there is, ac- I think there is actual treasure because yeah. that'll allow them to like, uh, grow beyond this. And if but, we're going to have something as fantastical as a ghost, there better be a damn treasure. Yeah, There's actual thinking, treasure. I, but I think, they also decide, you know, cause they, at first they're saying like the minute I get the money, I'm leaving. So they're going to get the money, but they don't leave. They stay together. So know? here's the, like, here's part of the story of the, uh, of the, of the ghost is that he also went on this treasure hunt a long time ago. And what happened is, is he didn't share it with his treasure hunter buddy. And so he was cursed um, to like haunt that place until someone actually like gets it and shares it. I like where you're going, Justin. So what if Wilson's bad deed that he did in life is that he double crossed his partner when they found this treasure partner. Yeah. And that's why he's, and that's why he's um, subject to haunting this theater. Right. There you go. There you Um, go. And so his, his sort of act of, uh, of, I didn't his, say yes, and <laughs> his his penance is to like, you know, recognize the the value of partnership and stuff like that. And the way the only way he can do that is through these two people who are you know obviously kind of on the rocks um, in the theater that he happens to haunt. But like, yeah. there's a part of me that's like, why doesn't he just like tell them like, hey, you know, treasures under the floorboards or something something like that or. I guess I like I, I, mean, I like Wilson. I like Wilson a lot. I'm just having trouble figuring out where he, what part he plays in, in the story, other than just the drunk guy uh, at the beginning that starts inciting yeah. the incident. Maybe Wilson never found the treasure, so you know he and his partner sort of split up, kind of early in the process, thinking that he didn't need him. So maybe he sort of you know he turned in his his buddy to the cops or something like that. And so Wilson never really found the treasure either. And so he doesn't have all the information. He's only got parts and pieces that he knows from, like the, you know, like the first clue, like, like, right. He, but he found the first clue with his putty and was like, well, like it's going to be easy to find it now. Like double cross him. I get the rest of the, like I get yeah. to stay in the, he goes, 
it's like, like that's why he's like he's like well i i only know that it's under the, th- the floorboard like that's as far as i got you know yeah i feel like they find his his buddy's body somewhere yes okay that's one that's of the good, clues that's good, like oh. yeah. that's a good treasure hunt thing I, I like that. I like that. So, you know, maybe yeah. there's like a moment where they, they don't, they don't exactly know if they can trust Wilson either. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they discover his buddy's body yeah. when they're, you know, the story that Wilson had told them was, you know, oh yeah, you know, I'm here. Cause I, you know, I double crossed my buddy. I sort of stabbed him in the back, so to speak. And, you know, uh, that's why I'm sort of haunting the, the, the theater and, you know, Little do they know he actually st- stabbed he his actually buddy in the stabbed. back. <laughs> yeah. um, it wasn't just a figure of speech. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. But what then, if- oh, then does Wilson become a protagonist or, or an antagonist? Well, rather, I was gonna say, what if he's the one that says you shouldn't trust me? Like that's his line. Actually, like we can keep the oh like hatred between them, but like he tries to kill them and get the treasure at the end. I don't know. That was just. I was I was somehow making making it very it was ma- it was very difficult for me to picture Wilson as a helpful mm-hmm. friendly ghost. Totally. I was like, yeah, why doesn't he just like you know uses his uses his ghost powers to help him out or whatever? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I'm, think like I'm kind of warming up to the idea that that Wilson is a a bad ghost. Yeah, it's a bad ghost disguised as maybe a helpful ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like he's Which, trying to help him yeah. get to the treasure, so like <laughs> yeah. he can take it and. At the moment, I mean, sorry, like a, a few minutes ago, we didn't know he was a ghost until the very end of the story. Now it sounds like we might need to learn that he is a ghost sooner. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I think what would be really helpful, and I know we don't want to, we don't want to uh, do recaps all the time or too frequently, but maybe just to take it a few steps back and just try to like think about we because we have like very distinct scenes or or set pieces, and I'm just trying to figure out how to. Like, arrange them all right so it's almost as if we have like six or seven index cards with these very specific um events written on them and i'm just trying to figure out how to in which order to place them and i feel like we had a pretty solid beginning so it you know it starts out with 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 blaze and taylor they're in the middle of their show and you know the audience they're they're having a good time and as the audience watching the film, we get the impression that these guys are, you know, they've got good chemistry. They're probably the best of friends, et cetera, et cetera. But when they leave the stage, there's like a big transformation that happens. Um, and we get, you know, we immediately find out that they're, they are in fact, not the best of friends. These guys actually hate each other's guts. Oh my God. And these guys are not friends. <laughs> And we quickly find out through a series of context clues uh, that it's not only, but primarily because uh, Taylor has stolen Blaze's girlfriend. Um, but there's, you know, there, that's not the only thing. There's a few uh, sort of uh, wrinkles in their friendship that have sort of transpired over the years as well. But basically, the the only reason they're doing this show is because they're they're more successful together than they are apart. And that's kind of what we find out in the first, whatever, 20 minutes of the film. Mm-hmm. Correct. Now, the question is, again, sort of visualizing these note cards that we have. We have our inciting incident, which is where both Blaze and Taylor meet Wilson, the ghost, whom they don't know is a ghost at the time, for the very first time. And that happens 
during a show and Wilson is just shouting stuff at them from, from the audience. Right. So Wilson and blaze, they've sort of prompted the audience for, or they've asked the audience for a prompt for their improv show. And Wilson is just shouting stuff at them. And I think it's kind of fun because we talked about this idea of like, like during an improv show, when people shout stuff, like everyone is shouting stuff. And so like when they, you know, they're sort of scanning the room looking for suggestions, it's almost as if the audience in the theater, they don't really recognize that Wilson is the sort of disembodied spirit. Well, even if it comes as an offhanded comment during the show, it's heckling. It could just result in them to the audience seeming funny, like, ah, whatever, you know, like, yeah, just, you know, the audience wouldn't have heard the suggestion. It would have just been them. But you don't know that till the till the end, I guess. Yeah. And so Wilson says something about, you know, he's he's just sort of going on and on about how there's, hey, there's treasure under the floorboards and, you know, this, that and the other. And from Blaze and Taylor's perspective, they're just like, this guy's belligerent. He's just, you know, he's taking advantage of the 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 improv situation he says listen like if 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 we do your thing if we do your bit will you just shut up and so they go through the motions and you know uh somehow one of the floorboards does become sort of a uh you know comes up or something and they do find a their first clue which i think we said is some sort of note or something Mm -hmm. and now they both notice it on stage but they don't they don't let the audience know that they know is that right yes Okay. And so then post show, do we still have this AA thing going on? Do we feel like it's totally necessary anymore? I think it's one trial. It could. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the thing that happens right after the show is that they leave for the night. Like the same thing that happened the night before happens again where they're like, oh, like, I hope you die. I hope you die. You know, (laughs) And I hope you die on your way home. See you. <laughs> okay. Uh, but separately they come back to get the note and then they would realize that they're both, they both go to the note at the same time. Okay. Or, or like I was even thinking like, is it, well, let's back up for, just to clear my mind. Is this a, is this a comedy or not a comedy? I think we're going to leave people guessing. Well, because what <laughs> I was thinking is like during the AA meeting, I'm like the director, I imagine them both like scrubbing to get the seat next to like closest to the floorboard. And like during the meeting, like the whole reason why they're at the meeting really is to get that note out as soon as possible. So like, they're trying to like wiggle that board open and like secretly get that note out. But they're also like trying to fight each other doing it like during the AA meeting. Whoa, whoa guys settle down. There's enough uh, confession for everyone. And I imagine like stomping their chair to get like, to get that floorboard or something, you know, or just like, I don't know. I was just kind of picturing him like them trying to like subtly get that note during. The there's meeting. a long like yeah. There's a long opportunity of like a uh, uh, jokes that could happen there. Like you know, well, tell us about your story. And they were like trying to like figure out which floorboard's the the right one. And it's like, well, I don't know. I've I've been down so many times. I I, I he just started stopping. Like I just yeah. can't think of a mall. It's just crazy. So many belligerent nights. Yeah, and yeah. Like, like on the ground trying to like poke at it and stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah. No, 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 I said as I had that 18th drink. No. Why me? Pound, pound, okay. pound, pound, pound. And I like I like it too. Like we said earlier, you know, like this is actually a very sort of like despicable thing that they're doing because they're both sit, you know, they both they're both sitting in on this AA meeting and they know, you know, it's it's like we have two new uh uh 
you know, we have two new faces joining us tonight and they both look across the, you know, the, the circle of, of folding chairs and they're just, you know, staring daggers at each other. Like, you should say your name first. No, you go first. No, you go first. You're drunker than I am. No, you're always drunk. He stole my girlfriend. <laughs> Maybe he should go first. <laughs> and so, you know, they, they, they trip through this AA meeting and yeah. And so afterwards it's maybe when everyone's sort of getting coffee and donuts or something that they're. I'd love to add like one little thing. Yeah. They use each other's names. Okay. Just to always talk shit <laughs> yeah. about each other in the meeting. And so when they're talking about their, their low points and they're just. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then my low point was when I thought I was, was when I was real fucking wasted and then stole my best friend's girlfriend. <laughs> I'm your yeah. Yeah. best friend. <laughs> no, I mean, maybe. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so do, do they get the note during the meeting or is, or do they just, is the, the, the meeting sort of a failure and they don't get the note? Uh, I mean, I like the idea that they get the note and like, yeah, like when they take a break, they like sneak out. Okay. And so like whoever gets to know the other one like is following him. Of yeah. Course. Like everyone's on. I mean, yeah, I was, I feel like they'll read the note together, yeah. but they're not like, and they get they're still the competing time. against each other. Yeah. They like, they yeah. like die for it at the same time. They rip open the board and they're fighting over it. And then, uh, and then, uh, that oh maybe. yeah wait 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 yeah and maybe it's like all torn up like they tear it up and they're like and then the ghost comes in and they're like oh what's the matter boys and they're like oh we tore up this note and he's like oh let me put it together oh you know clearly says this because you know inside information you can read it maybe or something and put helps it put it together oh thanks man hey weren't you you know yeah you were that drunk guy in the show yeah and then I went to AA afterwards weird right <laughs> at least I'm self aware and then I feel like that's where. Like I've got, you know, again, using the sort of index card visual, I have one index card where it's like, then a bunch of stuff happens. Yeah. yeah. That's where we're um, stuck. Like how many more clues do they have to go through? I mean, and I think that's, that works for me. I think is, you know, if we're, if we all agree that those are just like just trials, right. Um, and we can sort of talk about the outcome of those trials, but we don't have to get into specifics that could be second draft stuff. Yeah. I think my only, um, uh, a couple of questions. Does Wilson know where the treasure is? Wilson no. only knows up to a certain no. point. Yeah. And is wanting them to find out more. Yeah. Okay. So he can, so he can help with like a couple of clues. After that. Hands to pick it up. Yeah. I think I, I, I mean, we said it, we said it one time early on that I think he only got the first clue before he yeah. double crossed his partner. And that's all backstory to Wilson that maybe is or maybe isn't important to the story. And I guess we're working on the rules where like he's a ghost, so he can't actually touch the treasure. Like otherwise he would have gone and found it as a ghost. Cause I mean, it kind of seems like again, if Wilson got so far, they could just start where Wilson left off, but maybe the trials that have to go through are like setting up something like, Oh, when you release sandbag five and you turn the light to here, like maybe there's, you have to go through a process to set up the like opening of the treasure. Like a Rube okay, Goldberg so, kind of machine. Yep, yeah, I was going to say. So the, yeah. the theater is just a big Rube Goldberg machine. And really, maybe what they end up doing is they end up kind of through a series of moves setting up the beginning of their show. Like it's kind of set up the same way. So yeah. This, like single spotlight that, you know, hovers in between the both of them and one of them steps in and starts a character and then they, they go through the, the paces of making the rest of the show. So maybe yeah. it, it ends up being something like like that and they and maybe honestly actually this is kind of cool maybe because of the nature of improv 
mm-hmm. it kind of stops. Like the clues stop. They, they they reach a dead end, and that's sort of the false ending, right? Oh, right, and that's where they Wilson like left off. Well, yeah, but, but but they have to trust each other and yeah. like do the show, and they don't know where it leads, and then they sort of improv their way through a couple of clues, just. Yeah off the top of their head, they just start saying things and they, they actually, it's like weird. Like they start finding things. Yeah. Just, well, yeah, I was going to say, I think Wilson only made it as far, like to a certain point they have to use, they have to work as two people. Right. You know? So like, like you said, like if somebody's working the spotlight, someone else has to go do something else at the same time. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So there, so like Wilson only got as far as he could go by himself. Cause he killed his partner. And and cause he was (laughs) bleeding out. Yeah. You know, uh, but I do like this that after they start working together, there's a point where it becomes improv, whatever that okay. is going to mean. Yeah. Okay. I like that as, as sort of just summarizing our second act is they have to work together, not yeah. unlike you have like you do an improv to, mm-hmm. you know, sort of solve a series of of mysteries or or get a series of clues. Right. Yeah. I think and that's where it goes to like Yeah, so whoever the guy that whatever the one guy's like oh i have to hold this rope while you swing across you know to the other uh staging or whatever and the guy's like you can trust me he's like but you said you know you shouldn't trust you or crap like that so like it comes to the point where they actually have to do stuff where they have to trust each other or their lives are at at stake a little bit right yeah and now and now there there has to be you know so so they actually managed to like get on this like little roll they're 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 playing along they're like discovering more and more things in like wilson and goes from being a jovial, like, yeah, yeah. ghost to just being like, Oh my God, they're getting close. And like, <laughs> he has to, he has to intercede, I think, or, or interfere here at some point. He, Does he try um, to work them against each other. Yep, That's exactly where there I was going, go. Chris. Okay, cool. Yeah. He's like, man, he's going to get that golden. He's not going to share it. I think he's going to share it with yeah, you. Maybe, Probably maybe not. You better get it first. Yeah. He starts playing like the devil on it, on, on each other's shoulder. Right. And yep. like, maybe he just, as he does, like to the audience, like somehow, Somehow, either either the direction of this movie is such that, like, wow, we're 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 getting a little whimsical with the cuts here, like some, but but or we're actually getting that he's like kind of drifting back and forth between them, like whispering in their ear, almost impossibly, um, just like sowing the seeds of doubt between them, saying like, oh yeah, I mean, now now is he really telling you that, or is he just telling you that to get, have you go off stage so he can get the treasure? Maybe he knows mm-hmm. what it is by now, you know, and so. He's, he tries to plant the seed of doubt, but they seem to be like steadfast in their commitment because their commitment to improv has like gotten them this far. And then maybe they're starting to discover something differently. I imagine okay. at some point, yeah, like one of them is like hanging off something and the other one's like holding, like he's got to pull him up, right? And Wilson shows up, like, just drop him. The gold's yours. Just drop him, let him go. And then like, that's the scene where like they finally, like, no, he's my friend. And he like pulls him up or something. Yeah. And, they get the, and then the treasure is okay. like right there or something like, oh yeah. Cause maybe even like, he's like the treasure's right behind you. Just drop your friend and get the treasure. You can leave. Um, and maybe that, that yeah. oh, cause Go maybe ahead. that's his thing is like, he actually has to get someone to do what he did to break his curse. And so by working together, his curse isn't actually broken. Yeah. I think it's hard. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's really hard it was a lot simpler when Wilson was a good guy and it was like, Oh, surprise. Like I just need your help to get out of this. Like keep the gold. Like I'm out of here. You know, now it's like, does Wilson want the gold? Does he want to be free? How does he do that? It's, it's becoming very, uh, technical to me. And so that's where I guess like I was trying to go with, he needs someone to backstab their partner while getting the gold to free themselves. And then they'll, it's kind of like that thing where like, 
they'll be the new cursed people. But if they mm-hmm. if they work together to get the gold, then he's just like cursed forever, or like he gets sent to hell. I don't know how that exactly works at the end, but like okay, so okay, so, he so ends, logic, but like I don't know how them dying will get him the gold. And maybe he just you know no 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 he, they won't both die if he ch- if he gets one of them to like sacrifice his partner then right there like the curse goes off and like that new person whoever killed his partner would be the new cursed one yeah and I'm, I'm tracking to- Justin so so in other words we're 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 getting into some bizarro ghost rules here so yeah. there can only be one ghost that can haunt this theater in order to become that ghost you have to kill you know your, your you don't want to be that ghost though too like, yeah. And so by, by you, virtue you of pitting the them against each other trend. and hopefully yeah, one right. of them killing one another, yeah. he, his spirit is released and the other guy becomes the new okay. theater ghost. Yeah, you need someone to do the same act you did, which is backstabbing your partner and killing them for the gold. Um, and then that's how like you get someone. Like Maybe even Wilson's not the first one. Like He did the same. Like Whatever ghost was there before, Wilson is the guy that like you know got Wilson to kill his partner yeah. type thing. I mean, all this is a big lesson learned in yes. End. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's a little complex and it's a little bit more like ghost rules that I wanted to get into. But like, if it's the kind of, you know, big monologue third act thing where Wilson just kind of divulges all this information in one breath, then like, whatever. <laughs> she does it all while just like, uh, uh, maybe, maybe like the two characters are off, like running around the rest of the theater and, a spotlight goes on him and he just like lays it out to the audience. Well, it's and like once they found the gold and like, he's like, ah, like now I've got you guys. Like, Oh, he, what do you bond? He bond villains them. He bond villains them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. He just sort of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I was agreeing with thing. you. Yeah. He bond, he bond villains them. Uh, okay. Yeah. So the, the, the first clarifying question I have is do either blaze or Taylor kill one another or do they? Nope. Best friends okay. for life. <laughs> okay, so Wilson's plan is foiled. Yep. So he remains the ghost in the theater. He either remains the ghost or he like gets sucked to hell. Whatever, whatever okay. makes <laughs> most sense. Just, no! yeah. His spirit like okay. goes down, which oh. is of course in the spirit world is not where you want to go. Hands okay. pull him through oh, the okay. theater floor and the yeah. ghost lamp is left on top of where this all happened. Okay, yeah. So they uh, yes, maybe this is like some somehow the this is a place or a part in the film when we work the ghost, li- the ghost light into there. Yeah. Uh, it goes out somehow. Yeah. They either light it or break it or whatever. You, you ghost ghost rules. Me? <laughs> yeah. Um, some, go- some ghost rules happen and, <laughs> uh, blaze and Taylor defeat Wilson, send him to ghost hell. <laughs> they keep the money. They've got a new act. Yeah. Okay. And, and a newfound friendship. All right. I'm not gonna lie. This is not our strongest, but I like I, I like the independent element so much I know, that I think yeah, it might yeah. be worth revisiting sometime in the future. Maybe this will be sort of our like our one of our rewrite episodes or something. Yeah, it just a, it was a fair. It was more world building than yeah, I, I thought. Uh, and more, it's rules just Ghost One Hundred One. I mean, it's just normal yeah. Ghost rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think if nothing else, we just learned that we're we're all. Uh, not as versed in the the paranormal as we could yeah. be. Next yeah. time, Excuse next me, time uh, three of us aren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then and then both of them uh, uh, get out some clay and start forming it sexually into a pot. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was gonna say next time we get into ghosts, we'll just we'll just have to mention at the beginning. We'll be like, wait, okay, so is this ghost rules? Is it normal ghost rules, or are we gonna change them? Does anyone else just not watch um, the ghost Ghost Adventurers? <laughs> I love that. So I think if if we all agree that this is this is still very much a work in progress, rather than giving it a a, uh, a name, let's maybe think of it as a working title. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was saying we we give it a working title in the sense that we could just like yeah give it oh, like okay. a weird name. Yeah. Um, okay. It would just stand out among all the other scripts if it's or stories if it said working title. You know, it's called Ghost Friends. <laughs> working title. Working title. Uh, colon. Ghost friends, or ghost anything. friends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be ghost friends, but I, I hear what <laughs> yeah, you're saying. It's like a total spoiler alert. Um, yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> working title: Yes and. Okay. Yes and. That would, that would, yes and. I hate you. <laughs> or maybe it's yes, but. <laughs> oh, 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 yes, but. B-U-T-T. Are we supposed to fade to black, or do we not do that since we didn't? Sounds like an adult film. Yeah, I, yes, but I don't think we can fade to black. That's a good point, Justin. That's so unsatisfying. Yeah, right. (laughs) This was fun, but unsatisfying. Totally unsatisfying. We we said we would come back. It's not like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This was fun. Like there were a lot of good. There's like a lot of good bits in here. It's got all the bones. It just doesn't have the flesh. Yeah, like a ghost. So, if you want to reach out to the show in any way, you can always find us on Twitter at StoryMachine9K using the hashtag SM9K, or you can email us at StoryMachine9000 at gmail.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.